Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Praise the Lord, everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Blessed be his holy name. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are safe. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for safety. Thank you, Lord, that in you we live, move, have our being. You are the only wise God. Honor, power, and dominion belong to you and you alone. We bless your name, Adonai. We bless your name, Jehovah Nisi. We bless your name, Jehovah Jireh. We thank you that you are our provision. You are God Almighty, and your banner over us is love. We thank you that as your army, we carry the bloodstained banner, which is a banner of love, and we extend it. We first receive it, walk in it, and extend it to a world that needs to know you, Daddy, that you are the only answer. Lord, we live in a world that is so, is changing before our eyes each and every day. The conflict of humanity is becoming more and more evident every day. To whom much is given, much is required. We see the truth. We see the evidence. There are very few blurred lines. And we recognize that much is required of this generation of Christians to stand and having done all else to stand. But, Daddy, we're here this morning to let you know that we're more than willing to stand in a place of obedience, to do the work of the ministry, to see your glory manifested in the earth, in our generation. Father, we're dealing with everything from Racism, gender confusion, rumors of wars, 
wars, earthquakes, famine, even the seasons are beginning to blur. The whole earth is declaring, the whole earth is crying out for sons to be made manifest, sons of God, according to your word. You know, I woke up this morning, saying, and I had a couple of things that have been on my mind. One is the world causes, calls midlife a crisis. And there, for those of us who are in that season of life that the world calls a crisis, we can either come in agreement with the world or we can recognize that it is a perfect opportunity for transformation and transition. To have the wisdom that you didn't have in your youth enough strength to make a change. And the heart of God, the knowledge of God, the passion of God. To know and seize the opportunity to utilize all of your gifts, all of your resources to impact the current generation. You see, old things have passed away. You can't go back and fix anything. We don't know how long we'll be here. Another day, another year, another decade, another hundred years depends. We have no idea other than what Christ has spoken into our hearts regarding our own destiny. But scripture says, while it is yet day, we must do the work. It would be easy to say, let someone else do it. But it is still day for us. So I'm praying today for wisdom for those that are in transition. What is needful for you to take your mountain and stand on that mountain and call another generation in line with the plan and purposes of God.
How can we take what is left and impact and prophesy by our very being to the next generation? For scripture says one generation prophesies to the next the goodness of our God. We are epistles read of by men. What are people reading as they look at your life? Often we try to change and fix everything else. But I thank you, I am thankful the beauty of midlife is that you recognize the only person that you can change is one, and that's yourself. God has given you dominion first over your own self. Think about this. Had Adam practiced true dominion, There is no way Eve could have influenced him. If Eve had practiced dominion, there is no way the serpent could have tricked her. Freedom means free, D-O-M, comes from dominate. What are we free to dominate or have dominion over? So this morning as we present our bodies a living sacrifice, holy unto God, which is the least we can do, we will not be conformed to this world. We're not in a crisis. We have the mind of God. We hold the thoughts, feelings, and purposes of his heart. We are world overcomers because we are born of God. We represent the kingdom of God. And we do it well. So we present our bodies a living sacrifice. And we're not going to be conformed to this world. But we are transformed, changed by the renewing of our mind. This is the best season of our life. My heart breaks when people come to a stage in their life that they feel hopeless, helpless, and do not believe that they change anything in their lives. That's a sad place to be. Sometimes we have violated our body self 
that we've broken it down. We've not done the things to heal it, to strengthen it. The beauty about midlife is the body is a wonderful, marvelous machine. And it declares the goodness of our God in that given the right situation, it will even try to heal itself. Add to it the word and faith in God to heal. Speaking to the mountain, midlife is a great time to take authority over all of the things that hijacked our youth, that sabotaged our destiny. For we are wise enough to know what we did incorrectly. Strong enough in our faith to know what we need to do to circumvent the same thing repeating. Skillful enough to use the weapons of our warfare. And the weapons of transformation. The power of praise. The power of prayer. The power of prophecy. We are wise enough to use the dudamus power and the Azusia authority that God has given us. To build the next decades of our life. To strengthen us to climb to wherever God has ordained for us to go. Doesn't matter what you feel like this morning. God is our reality. The other thought I had this morning, I would imagine that people like me seem like they're so foolish. Because in light of all of the things that we think we know, I just have a mind that every answer that humanity needs is somewhere written in the word. It may be a nugget, a hidden treasure, but if we want to know we have the Holy Spirit, he will help us to search out to find God's answer for our lives. I was reading about depression and I was thinking about all the times in scripture 
where a person seem to have the symptom of depression. Now, I am not a theologian, and I'm not a psychologist. It is not my job to bring a medical solution, psychological solution to any situation. And for people that are theologians, Praise the Lord. So I'm simply looking at scripture and asking God to help me understand. I believe the word of God is our medicine. I believe the word of God is our psychoanalyst. I believe for every condition of man, there is a word. And I was looking at depression, and I realized, and this is one of those things that I am saying, I realize, I feel, that when I see depression in Scripture, usually associated with depression is disobedience. Somewhere in there is disobedience. I look at Jonah, disobedience, or a heart that really does not line up with God's heart. Jonah was depressed because he was mad because he had to do something that he really didn't want to do. So he sat under, I think it's a juniper tree, upset with God. I'm not going to move. I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to sit under this tree. Elijah was scared of Jezebel. And for some of you who don't trust what I'm saying, you're free to study it out. This is kind of what has been in my heart this morning. Elijah didn't want to confront Jezebel. He didn't want to leave the cave. Even after God gave him rest and food. So he left the cage and in cave and instead of confronting Jezebel, he took off running again and hiding because he didn't want to deal with the reality that God had placed him in. What is your reality? What is it that you're running from? What is causing you not to be an expression of God, but depressed? suppressed or oppressed in your situation. I looked at the symptoms of depression, and I looked at the various types of depression. But in my heart, there is a medicine 
from the word of God that can bring healing in all situations. I have to believe it's so. There are no scriptures that say this is what God says unless you're in this situation. I believe the word of the Lord is yes and amen. And I will continue to hold it to be my standard. I am watching so-called evangelicals dance around the whole situation of being transgender and trying to come up with the political answer. We don't want to offend anyone, is what people are saying. But the truth of the matter is, God's word is offensive. Especially if you don't want to believe it. For a person who's going through midlife and depression, for you to say the answer to all of that is in the word of God, applying the scriptures, trusting the Lord with all your heart and not to your own understanding. When you examine your life, and you know God has been speaking to you, but you have chosen to do what you want to do, you have a choice. Change or continue in deception. God does not change. His word does not change. We keep thinking that we're getting smarter and we know something that the writers of Scripture didn't know. So as a believer, whose report are you going to believe? Now, I'm not anti-doctor, anti-counselor, anti-therapist. I'm not any of those things. Do what you need to do. But I believe the word is final authority. Doing the word, being consistent. So any situation, we don't know how God will answer those prayers. When you're going through depression, applying the word of God, we have all the technology to help us even. Put on your worship music. There's so many things that we can do. Believe the word of God. Believe it more than your circumstance. And if the real issue is, 
God is sitting out of your cave and you don't want to come out, then you think depression is your friend. So for those that are listening or will be listening later, I think this has been a blessing. So I believe in my heart that everything that we are, we must examine it in light of the word. Even if our reality seems to be speaking louder than the word, we must give the word its priority in our life. Could it be that the word doesn't work because we don't work the word? Heavenly Father, I thank you for this morning. I thank you for my friends that are on the line, my sisters and brothers in Christ. I thank you for those that listen to this at some day and wonder about this crazy woman that got up at 6.30 every morning. Where is she coming from? I may possibly become the brunt of many jokes. And even when the church is gone and the only thing that's left are these nuggets of information out in cyberspace that people access and laugh about and whatever the situation might be. I pray that the truth of your word permeates every line. And, Father, where I have fallen short, I ask your forgiveness, Father. But if I am speaking the truth in love, I pray that every person that needs to hear this, that somehow they find themselves listening at some point. Father, I thank you for a word that is yes and amen. I thank you, Father, that you have given us everything that pertains to life and godliness. Not just something, Daddy, but everything that we need to know to exist in this world. And, Father, although our doctors and our therapists and all of these wonderful people are seeking to help humanity, some with the help and empowered by the Holy Spirit, come with healing in their hands and in their hearts to touch the lives of humanity. have the heart to bring about change. Whether they know you or not, they want to see lives change. 
and they're using their time, their talent, and their resources to try to help humanity. For those people, Father, I pray that they come to know Jesus Christ, the living word, and that they embrace him, that they love him, that they cleave to him, that they know him, and the power of his resurrection, and that they be conformed to his image even in suffering and death to self. Bless them, Father, bless their journey. May you reveal yourself to them. And even for some that are haughty, that have stood in your face, and renounce you. I pray for a way of escape for them, Lord, that they would come to know you. I'm so grateful, God, that you're patient. I'm so grateful, Father, that you're not like us. When people get in our faces, we want to show them who's right and who's wrong. God, you don't do that. You love us so much that you're not intimidated by us at all. Even when Jesus, our example, was fed on, he could have called the angels, you know, the two-thirds, that are with us to whoop the one-third that's left. (laughs) But instead, he endured the mockery being sped on, being crucified, nails in his hands, nails in his feet. his side being pierced. And when he hung on the cross, Daddy, he showed us what love really is. He looked at the very people that had wounded him and said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Thank you for the example, God. Thank you for showing us what love looks like. Lord, there are times in my life I knew I was hanging on the cross, but, man, all I could think about was getting off the cross and fixing those folks that was making fun of me. In that moment, God, My heart was far from you. I was right in my own righteousness. I was a legend in my own mind. 
How dare they say this to me? How dare they treat me like this? I thank you, Father, that I now understand what I didn't understand then, that allows for my daily death to self to cause me to grow deeper, wiser, stronger in my faith. I understand what my elder brother said as he hung on the cross, showing us what the Son of God should look like. And as I am led by your spirit, God, I come to understand that I must forgive that people don't know what they're doing. They're trying to exist in a broken world that doesn't know you, that's scrambling every day to try to fix something, make something, be something, do something. But the more I come to understand the resurrected Jesus Christ and the power that was released through his death, burial, and resurrection that's been appropriated and given to me. The more I get an understanding, the more I allow the word to have its work in its way in me, in my mind, will, emotions, and intellect, the more I allow the word to rent the veil that separates you from me and causes me to desire more of you. I can say, Father, forgive them. They really don't know what they're doing. They're lost without a shepherd, and they're hopeless, God. And even if it's my face that they're spitting in, it doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is that somehow in the midst of all of this, that they see a resurrected Jesus Christ. They see your love and your compassion and your forgiveness. Father, continue to strengthen us as the body of Christ. that we would be like Jesus. Ah. 
even though they slay me. I will wait till my change comes. Because in three days, I'm going to get up and the power of God will be my portion. And I will take the keys that have been given and left to me and I will destroy the root causes in my sphere of influence that hinder the progress of forward momentum in the lives of those that have been assigned to me. Thank you, Jesus, that you left us with the keys of death, hell, and the grave. Thank you, Father God, that we have the keys that unlock the prison door that can bring healing to the brokenhearted, restore the devastation of prior generations. As we allow Christ preeminent in our life, as we die daily to needing to be right, needing to defend ourselves, needing to justify ourselves, needing to be more righteous than others, needing to prove our point at the expense of other people, needing to be better than another human being. When all you've called us, called us to is to be our best in you. Father God, forgive us, for we know not what we do. Teach us, Father, how to live as your disciplined one. Father God, I speak peace to those that are on the line today. Sometimes we go from place to place, meeting to meeting, trying to find an answer. When the truth of the matter, we already have the answer. And I'm hearing it like this. (laughs) It's like you marinate a piece of meat so that it can get all the flavor from whatever your marinade is. So you let it sit there and you let it soak up the flavor. We as saints need to learn how to sit and soak 
so that all the flavor of what God is giving us will permeate our being. Father, help us not go from place to place trying to find ourselves. For we have been hidden in Christ. Let us abide in your presence, Father. Let us abide in your presence. Let us marinate in your presence. We thank you, Father God, for our home, our children, our children's children. We thank you, Father God, for our spouses, We thank you for every one of our baby daddies. Hallelujah. Wherever they are, whatever they're doing, we pray for their deliverance and that they may come to know the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. We take off the shroud of rejection that has been our burial clothes. We take it off because it's been a false, deceptive garment. They say even Jesus removed his burial clothes and folded them neatly in the tomb for he was no longer dead but he has written risen some of us wear our pain as a shroud So I thank you, Father God, that today we remove the grave clothes. We strip them off, fold them up, leave them in the tomb so that we may live the resurrected life of Jesus Christ. Father, the world has fashion and fashion statements that glorify death. That all they can see is if I leave this world, it's going to be okay. Not realizing that there is a hell, that they're going to bust wide open. But, Father God, as your servant, we choose to die to ourselves so that we might live eternally with you. And not only will we not bust tail open, 
but we open up the portals of heaven, not just for ourselves, but for all of those who are seeking to know Jesus. We lift him up this morning in our lives. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Father Job 1414 says, if a man shall die, shall he live again? All the days of my appointed time will I wait till my change comes. God, it is still day. It is time to work the work and do that which you have ordained for us to do. So today, Lord, show us what our portion is. Where we're supposed to go. Don't let us get caught up. in spending our day consumed by being busy, being busy. But show us your plan and your purpose for us today. And some of us need to find a piece of place of rest. to quiet our heart and our mind. Because the busyness is a distraction to keep you from focusing. Then there are others who need to wake from a sleep And I'm hearing sometimes we're in both places. We go from the fatigue to busyness. And we're tossed to and fro by every wave of doctrine. So, Father, we thank you for peace this morning a peace that passes all understanding, God. I thank you, Father, to encourage every heart this morning. We thank you that you are God and you meet our needs. You're concerned about our very life, our children and our children's children. Father, I thank you that uh, latter years, will be greater than our former years. That there are things that have transpired in our lives that for a moment took the wind out of us. But we thank you for the wind of the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father God, for the fresh wind of your Spirit moving through our lives, bringing a cool breeze, like a cool breeze on a hot summer day, refreshing us, 
reminding us of your love, your care, and your concern. Father God, we thank you. We thank you for the hour that we're living in, God. We thank you for the opportunity to be a reflection of your glory, God. And Father, sometimes we struggle with feeling significant because we're measuring ourselves by a false measure. We're looking around. We even are looking at the world. The world says you're supposed to do certain things, be certain places. And if you miss strategic points, then oh well. Then the world teaches us that certain things are better than other things. If you do A, B, C, then you're better than, or you've arrived. When Father God, that's not your heart at all. We arrive when we do what we're created to do. It has nothing to do with anyone else. In our lane, we are Victoria. If we finish the course, no one can beat us. No one's running in our lane but us. And for every one of us that complete our course, we will obtain the prize. So eternity waits for those that run well the race before them. For Jesus is our prize. Becoming more like him is our pride. Learning to value Christ. Seeing him as sufficient. Our greatness is measured. by what we accomplish in our own lane. Mother Teresa (laughs) chose humility so that she can serve. She went to serve and not to be great. But her service brought her greatness. Father, we recognize in her life 
that it is our obedience opens the door to greatness. Some of us have tried to push down doors that had nothing to do with our destiny. We just thought if we could do ABC, then we would be great. (laughs) Then there are others of us that refuse to even try to be great because we have such low self-esteem, we don't think there's any hope anyway. So we spiritualize our disobedience instead of pursuing what God has for us. Forgive us, Father. And sometimes we're both people all at one time, double-minded completely. One minute we're chasing this, and the next minute we don't think we're worth chasing anything. God, this morning we get in our lane, and we pursue one thing. And that is Christ and him crucified. Living in obedience to the Holy Spirit. We thank you for this morning. We thank you for healing our bodies this morning. We believe your report, God, that we're healed. By the stripes of Jesus, we are healed, Father. Body, soul, and spirit. But I'm hearing physical healing. Father, you created the heavens and the earth. If you can do all that, If we believe that you did all that, that you stepped out of heaven to create a habitat for humanity, for real. And you tell us in your word that Jesus lives in us. That when we gave our life to Christ, he stepped into us. In him we live, move, and have our being. Christ in us is the hope of glory. So we're in him, he is in us. And he brought all of heaven with him. We can believe that by the stripes of Jesus, we were healed. So, Lord, there are places on my own body that I speak healing to in Jesus' name. I receive and I appropriate the finished work of Christ. Father, I pray for every person on the line that if they can come in agreement with God this morning, I believe that by the stripes of Jesus we were healed. 
and we appropriate the healing balm of Gilead, which is Jesus Christ himself, to go into our bodies, our backs, our joints, our pancreas, our lungs, our kidneys, our heart, legs and feet, even those that were worn because of natural situations, and even those places that we violated because we didn't obey natural law. We thank you, Father, for the healing blood of Jesus, and we receive it today. And we believe you at your word. Father, right now I believe that you're changing hearts, you're changing minds, you're changing pancreas, you're changing joints, tendons, vertebrae, in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you that spines are being untwisted in Jesus' name. I thank you that cartilage is being restored in worn down joints in the name of Jesus. Father God, I thank you that Achilles tendons are being remade in Jesus' name. Father, I praise you and I magnify you, God. I thank you, Lord, that healing is the children's bread. I thank you, Father God, that every cancerous cell in our bodies is being renewed and restored, whether we are aware of it or not. Father, I thank you for healing us in the name of Jesus. We bind and rebuke every thyroid issue in Jesus' name. And we speak the peace of Jesus. Every metabolical situation, we speak peace in Jesus' name. Everywhere hormones are out of balance that's causing depression and anxiety and insomnia. We speak peace in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, peace that passes all understanding. Lord, some of us are living in situations where the person we're living with is like a living hell because they refuse to change. But God, you already knew that. You already knew what this was going to look like before we got in it. So, Father, we stand trusting your word, having faith in you. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. We will not be intimidated by spirits, be they earthly or diabolical. Whether it's a human spirit 
or the scene behind the scene. But, Father, we recognize sometimes people are just broken. And they're doing what broken people do. And we forgive them. But, Lord, we thank you for peace in our situation and divine instruction for continued momentum in Christ. Well, I thank you for joining us this morning. I, I slipped into a place of, Lord, I'm, I'm just talking to you, Lord talking to you about me. So I pray that you've been blessed this morning, that every need in your household is met financially, spiritually, emotionally, that there's healing in your body. We prayed for that. And in your sphere of influence, we pray for your family, your children, your children's children, your coworkers, your associates, We thank you, Father, that the blood of Jesus covers, and we thank you for healing, delivering, and setting free all those that have been assigned to our life and for us to be a blessing to. So until tomorrow, peace and blessing. This has been Wynn Community Prayer Line. You can access us at 724-444-7444. Call ID 121201. You can sign in to TalkShoe, www.talkshoe.com, and put in a prayer request. But I thank God that your every need, I just decree, every need is met, spoken and unspoken, in Jesus' name. So be blessed until tomorrow at 630. God bless you. Love you. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.